everybody. So today I'm going to talk about what's in your cake. And if you've ever baked a cake, you know that if you put in fresh, delicious ingredients in the appropriate amounts at the appropriate time, you're going to create, it's a good chance, something really good. But you also know that while there are other ingredients that may be great for other things, and they may be within your reach, if you put them in your cake, they're going to make your cake really bad. Like if you add mustard, pepper, garlic, or vinegar, right? They're just not going to be what you want in your cake. So you purposefully and consciously choose to leave them out. And you really couldn't be surprised if you added those ingredients and you had a really bad result. So here's a question. If you want to create a delicious life, why is it that we add ingredients that don't work and we leave out the ingredients that would make it delicious. So there are so many different areas of life that impact our cake from the food we eat to the people we spend our time with, the thoughts we think, and so many more. So I wanted to go through what are some of these ingredients. And I want you to be really conscious and really aware of what you're adding into, or maybe what you're leaving out of your cake. When I say cake, you know, I mean life. Okay. So what you eat if your diet is made up of fast food, processed foods, foods, high in sugar, salt, and fat, You really can't be surprised if your body doesn't look or feel its best, can you? Do you have um, enough liquid to make the batter moist and bake it to perfection? What are you adding to your recipe? Will it produce the most delicious result you want? So take a minute here. What ingredients are you putting in your body and expecting it to look, feel, and perform it's best. You know, take a look at this, some of the labels that you're uh, on the boxes or packages of things that you're buying. If you can't pronounce them, if something would live indefinitely on a shelf, if your grandmother never used it, like, what are you doing? What, what is that going to be doing for you? We're really careful about, let's say, the quality of gas we put in our gas tank. Are we as conscious about the quality of foods we're putting in us and expecting us to perform really well? What you think? If you think you're unlovable, unworthy, or incapable, can you really be surprised if these thoughts encourage you to act or carry yourself in a certain way? Maybe they'll prevent you from feeling deserving of a loving relationship, cause you to feel unworthy of something fabulous, or incapable of achieving a goal or dream. If negative thoughts are continuously playing in your mind, take a look at how they're showing themselves within your life and how they're contributing to your cake. You know, we have between 60 and 80,000 thoughts a day. And last I heard, over 80% of them are negative. Thoughts are just thoughts. We give them so much credit and what we feed grows. So if you have nothing but negative thoughts through your day and that's all you're feeding and adding to them, you really can't be surprised if it's ruining your cake. What you feel. If you feel overweight, unattractive, or ill-equipped in some way, take a look at the way you dress, the way you carry yourself, what you do or don't do, and the relationships you have. And notice how these feelings show themselves in the clothes you choose, the opportunities you avoid, and what you're willing to tolerate in a coworker, partner, or friend. Anger, doubt, frustration, revenge, and other negative feelings are the equivalent of adding rotten eggs and sour milk to your cake. Now, I get it. If you've just been through a really painful experience, you know, you're not going to feel that great. And I get that. This is all about making you aware. So you could just take the first steps to doing something about it because you know what it is. The betrayal had you feel so bad anyway, 
you need to do anything you can to start feeling better. And this is where self-care, self-love, positive self-talk comes into place. Because otherwise, it's like you had the bad experience happen and you're punishing yourself even further. So it's really, really important. What you hear. If you're listening to people who are negative, critical, pessimistic, and judgmental, can you be surprised when you feel deflated, depleted, and uninspired? Of course, you're trying to be a good friend. You may even be the go-to person when someone wants to gossip, needs to vent, or complain. Begin to notice how you feel once this negativity is dumped on you and how it's holding you back from creating a delicious result. Think about it. If you're in a group of people, and that's really what's going on, it's gossip, it's negative, Check in with how you feel. Chances are your body is responding. It's trying to let you know this doesn't feel good. You know, I remember um, being around this one, uh, it was just this one group of friends. They weren't friends, just sort of business acquaintances. And I just, I don't know. I just didn't like it. It felt really competitive. It felt, it just felt negative. It just felt like, you know, one was putting down someone else in their industry to make them look better. Like the whole thing just felt so bad. And um, I, I honestly, I just stopped going to the group. I just didn't like how it made me feel. When, you know, we are who we surround ourselves with. So what's the energy uh, that you are surrounding yourself with, and the people that you are surrounding yourself with. What's the talk? What's what are they saying? What's the what's the feeling? Are they are they complimenting you? Are they inspiring? Are they uplifting you? Or are they somehow criticizing, judging? What's going on there? Take a look. What you see. If you're reading negative news or being entertained by shows filled with misery, pain, violence, or vulgarity, are you surprised that that has an impact on you? Uh, TV news is full of sensationalism and negativity. Sure, you may be up to date on the latest tragedies and misfortunes, but how do these visuals resonate with you? Do they make you feel calm, serene, and comfortable, or nervous, vulnerable, and afraid? consider how these ingredients are adding to your mix. You know, I stopped watching the news years ago because honestly, think about it. Is it not the same tragedy, just different people every day? It's filled with with all kinds of information to make us nervous and afraid. And I realized it it wasn't making me feel good at all or even seeing movies. You know, I'm, I have four kids and sometimes they want to go, you know, the family, whole family wants to go see some kind of movie. And if it's violence or, or there's going to be a lot of blood or something, I don't want to see that. I mean, that stuff's just going to stay with me. So what, what images are you, are you putting, are you putting in your head? You know, and I, I'll never forget this. I don't know who said it, but I thought it was so interesting. It was, you could tell the less, something like this, you'll, you'll find, I always botch up quotes, but something like you, you know, the, the level of someone's consciousness by what they find entertaining. Isn't that brilliant? And it's really true. If someone finds uh, something really uh, hurtful, harmful, hateful, entertaining, well, that's going to tell you something because chances are someone awake and aware, um, you know, they're not going to find somebody being hurt, whatever, and and really harmed, very entertaining. And, uh, you know, hopefully I didn't just (laughs) insult anybody out there, but it's, it's just what I found to be true. It's a saying, look it up. 
and <laughs> just make it up. Okay. What you do, if you do little more than chores or tasks when you're home and then you fill your day with running errands or you go to a boring and unfulfilling job, can you be surprised when you're not excited about your life? And if, you're, if your life is crammed with tasks, leaving no room for self-care, healthy eating, exercise, downtime, fulfillment, and fun, can you see how this may be showing itself in how you look, feel, and live? Can you see how it's creating an undesirable cake? Now, I know we're all very busy. We have so much to do. I'm guilty of this myself. I actually have uh, one of my daughters is the one in charge of. She always seems to remind me, mom, you're working too much and you're not having enough fun. So it's it's true. But I do, I love my work. So that's the fulfilling piece. But if you're not fulfilled in your work, are you being fulfilled in some other area of life? Where Where is that fulfillment coming from? And Again, bringing this back to betrayal, we've been betrayed, we've been blindsided, we've been hurt by someone we trusted. What are you doing that makes you feel better? There's got to be something you do besides tasks, chores, errands, or responsibilities, and then go to an unfulfilling job. And then what you believe. Your belief system is created by the repetition of an idea from someone you trust. So maybe you were told you could be, do, or have anything. And you know you you repeated this so often that it became your belief, or maybe you told you were told that you're you're not meant to be wealthy, happy, healthy, or carefree. Um, you know, maybe you've heard life is a struggle, or everyone in our family has that bad temper, or everyone in our family gets heart disease, or everyone in our family has these big thighs. With repetition, we just believe it, and we don't even question it. So, you know, over time, we just start having these beliefs ourselves. And and I'm going to talk in another episode about the difference between beliefs and facts, but I can promise you, uh, I would venture to say at least half of the beliefs you have, you think they're facts and they're beliefs. And I'm going to talk so much more about how a belief can be changed and dismantled because, oh yes, they can. Um, so all of these factors contribute to who we are, how we live, and the results we produce. And with awareness and a desire to change, we can slowly and steadily change whatever area doesn't serve us. So it's time to bake a delicious cake filled with all of the wonderful, delicious ingredients that you love. I hope this helped and make a delicious cake. 